Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Ooh. Welcome to Late to the Party. Where we talk about movies and TV shows we missed out on when they were super popular. I guess you could say that we're late Late to to the the party. party. (laughs) Hey, Nat. Hey, Soph. I'm feeling most excellent. Most excellent? Most excellent. Dude, what's going on? I wish I could really just like put on that accent. It's, you gotta really like dumb your, like himbo yourself down. I, I think if I was a himbo, I would definitely like be on Bill, like more Bill's type. We are speaking of Bill and Ted. And they're excellent adventures. Yes. Um, I can't, I don't know who I, I didn't think about who I related to more. I would just like to associate myself with Keanu more. So maybe I would claim a Ted, you know? (laughs) You do wear a watch. I I do wear a watch. (laughs) Yeah. But I don't have to wind it anymore. I I was very good at winding my watches when I did wear windable watches. Wow. I wasn't. Oh yeah. Well, maybe you are more of a Ted then. (laughs) Oh, maybe. But I thought their outfits were so cute. I was like, Bill's little crop top. Like, that would be me. I bring back the crop top for boys. Hell yeah. They, it, it worked. I've been seeing them all over TikTok, and I'm like, boys and crop tops are so adorable. Yes. This is so adorable. I love yes, it. Yes, bring it back 2021. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, speaking of himbos. Yes. Please tell me about your dream. Uh, if you had to be a himbo, what would your dream himbo type be? <laughs> me? I would be a, just a beautiful idiot. Yeah. I am a beautiful idiot. There you go. I would Claim just be it. a male beautiful idiot. Yes. <laughs> yeah, of the male variety. I would be so. I would be such a hot dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of himbo would I be? I don't. I haven't thought about that too much. Um, but I like to think that I would be one of the like the chill, laid back himbos that like yeah. things like nothing bothers him. Yeah. You know. That's how I'm trying to be now. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I like to say that I'm trying to, but I know I'm not. Yeah. Everything. I let things bother me. Yeah. Uh, out on the outside, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. And the inside, I'm like, okay. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I am chaotic. <laughs> That's a Sagittarius. Is totally. it not? Totally. I'm going to get better at my signs as well one day. We'll see. There was a time where I could name most of the signs. I don't know how many. 12 signs. There's, There's 12. 12. Signs. Yeah. I could name 11 of them. Yeah, one we, time. Well, what was it? It was like last year we introduced birth charts to you and you're like, excuse me? Who? There's planets now? Yeah. You're yeah. like, I have more than one. <laughs> I'm a Virgo. Yeah. And that's that. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I know I'm um, Sagittarius moon. Aw. Um, and then my sister claims I have a lot of Leo in me, but, but my actual chart does not claim that. Huh. So I think she's just picking on you. Maybe she's picking on me. Yeah, we can look at your chart later. Okay. <laughs> uh, I am a, a, a cusp person, ah. but we do have a friend who does not believe in cusps. Yeah. So I don't know what to believe. Everyone like thinks different things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, more importantly, yes. Bill and Ted. Yeah. Their what most did, excellent adventure. Very excellent. Yes. What did you know about this movie? Keanu. That's it. Yeah. I just knew that Keanu and the other guy are lovable idiots. Yeah. I did think I said in the beginning, like I have a prediction that this could be even dumber than Tenacious D. Uh, and I did it have more heart. I can't. I don't know. I feel like I learned something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was. It was very. It turned very heartwarming at the end. Yeah. And like, I was very happily surprised by that. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Can I give you a, before we jump into it, a synopsis? Absolutely. I said that two high school dudes who are at risk of flunking out of school time travel to help them pass their history report. Aw. Yeah. 
I mean, that's definitely one way to ace history. Uh, you know, <laughs> nothing like a firsthand experience. Yeah. So how do we open? We start in a weird room and a ceiling opens and a creepy crystal floats in. Yes. And we watch that for a bit. And when it's done, we just cut to some random dude saying we're in the future, San Dimas, California in 2688. Wow. He says the future is most awesome. Most awesome. He says the future is great because 700 years ago, there were the two great ones and he traveled back in time to keep them on the right path. So a he could have their society so that yeah their current thing would stay intact and it's so fun because he says like the air the water and the dirt are clean and they have the most excellent water slides yeah amazing (laughs) that's what i strive for oh definitely so then we cut to young keanu and his buddy jamming out on their guitars and they're they're like talking to camera like they're introducing themselves they're making a a band video kind of yeah and they're just talking about how like you just don't worry you know i got it all under control like my name is bill s preston that's the friend and then keanu is ted theodore logan oh so then they introduce their band name as Wild Stallions, but it's spelled Stallions with a Y. And also Wild is spelled with a Y. Most excellent. Yes. No no questions there. We're not judging. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> yeah. They jam out and then they overheat their amps and the garage door opens and we see that we're in San Dimas in 1988. Wow. So again, 700 years ago. Yeah. Or present. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then Bill says that while their band will prove triumphant, they will never reach their potential until they get Eddie Van Halen, RIP, uh, on their band. But then Ted's like, dude, but we won't get Eddie Van Halen until we make a triumphant video. And then Eddie's like, or and then uh, Bill is like, but hold on, we need, we need Eddie for the video, but we need a video to get Eddie. So they're in a very, they're in a catch 22. Yeah. They do like a it's little rough. back and forth. Yeah. And we learn they don't really know how to play guitar either, but they do the excellent and then they do like the cute little like guitar, like <laughs> air guitar yeah, thing to each other. Yep. I was like, that's cute. I love them. Yeah. Very wholesome. We cut to school <laughs> and there's a teacher waiting. They're for, late for school. They're always, how they were jamming in the morning. Yeah. How you early? You wake up early. I was going to say that. How early did you have to wake up I to will, jam before school? I wake up 30 minutes before I have to be anywhere. And that's already Except 15 here. minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing I'm punctual for. Yeah. <laughs> I wake up early for this. Yes. <laughs> But then, so we cut to school and the teacher is waiting for Bill to answer a question, which he blows. It's something about like, who's Joan of Arc or something like that. Bill gets who is Napoleon. Oh, yes. He says he's a short dead dude. And I was like, yeah, he's not wrong. It's a terrible answer, but he's not wrong. So Ted picks on him. He's like, you're blowing it, dude. And very good voice. (laughs) Then the teacher's like, Ted, he's and asks Ted who Joan of Arc is. He's like, Noah's wife. Uh-huh. close enough i guess yeah sure, sure. <laughs> he he pulled context clues which in arc theory, and arc yeah <laughs> but then the bell rings the, the rest of the class leaves and then mr ryan who's the teacher holds it back so bill's like whoa whoa before you say anything we just want to thank you for the great things you've taught us about world history and then they bullshit about like you know like joan of arc and like history of greece and stuff it's like kind of insulting too because they haven't learned anything nothing <laughs> So then Mr. Ryan's like, you, you're both, uh, you failed every section of this class. Oh my God. And your final report is tomorrow. And if you both don't get A pluses, you're failing out of school. Oh my God. But also the weight of that final. How is that possible? (laughs) You have to pass one test to pass the entire class. Like barely pass. Barely pass. That's crazy. (laughs) That's wild. I knew someone who got a two in a, (laughs) an art class. An art class? An art class. How do you get a two? I guess you just don't show up. That's embarrassing. 
<laughs> two out of a hundred. Do you remember? I know we've told the story before, but in middle school, <laughs> when that kid got like a four on his science test and that girl from behind him smacked him when she found out. Oh my God. I don't remember that. She got up. So it was, we sat in rows. It was, it was the class dummy basically. Oh. And, and not like in the, we make fun of him. It was a, he was, he was the, um, he like made it his shtick that he was, he got bad grades. Oh. So like definitely he was not happy that he got them, but he made it his thing like to overcompensate, but he got a four on his science test and she stands up from behind his desk again. Cause she's sitting right behind him and she smacks him with her, her like pile of paper. Wow. Yeah. That's tough. And she's like, you got a four. Oh my God. Yeah. That you have to try. You have to try to get a four. <laughs> you have to be like on purpose yeah. picking the wrong things. Anyway. That's wild. Later on, we're outside and they're talking about how much trouble they're going to be in because the report prompt is to express the cl- express to the class how an important historical figure from each of your time periods would view the world of San Dimas in 1988. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. that's. I, it made me think about how like fun um, prompts in class could be. Yeah, but that's also... And creative, in a sense. Yeah, that's also an easy one you can bullshit. Yeah, very much. Especially, like, now. You can be like, yeah, they were totally blown away by all the technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) They saw an iPhone and they just died. They fainted. Like in Zoolander when they're like, the files are in the computer and then they smash it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You you could, like, say that's any historical person. Absolutely. (laughs) You should should just pull that scene and just fill in the blanks. This is them. Yeah. Bill has no faith in them. He totally thinks they're going to, like... Uh, Just, fail. Yeah. Yeah. But I also couldn't pay attention to the rest of the scene because this is when I realized that Bill was wearing a crop top. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Bill is wearing a crop top. Yeah. These two do such a good job playing dumb. Yes. Like they look like there's just no thoughts in those heads. Nothing is going on in there. <laughs> yeah. But also Ted is carrying an arm full of books. It's so many. And where did they get these books from if they're not learning anything? <laughs> Why do they have these books? <laughs> to look like they're learning. <laughs> we meet Missy. Yes. Bill's super young stepmom that yes. she comes to pick them up. Apparently she was a senior when they were freshmen. Yeah, I was about to get to that. Like by super young, she's only a few years older than Bill. Yeah, that's gross. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's gross. I already hate Bill's dad. I hate him so much. (laughs) But they pull up and and Bill is like, hey, Missy. And she gives him a look and he goes, hey, mom. Yeah. So that's when we find out. And then Ted is clowning him the whole time. He's like, bro, your mom is kind of hot. Your mom's hot, bro. (laughs) Which is like acceptable in the sense that she is only three years older than them. Yeah. But uh, uh, Bill's mom has got it going going on. on. Yeah. We drop Ted off at his house and we see his dad. He's definitely a copper PI, but by the gun strapped to him, I assume he's a hard ass. Yep. Mm -hmm. Immediately he shows he's a hard ass. He says he knows about Ted's shit grades and threatens him with military academy. Ugh. What? That's fucked up. How is that your your method of parenting? Yeah. You know, why is that the answer? Why are you not examining like how you fucked up? You, uh, yeah, right changing your parenting style you were given a whole baby and you ruined it and you just gave up on, on <laughs> yeah. that full human yeah so ted goes back to bill tells him they have to pass or he's being sent to military school in alaska 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 military school sounds bad alaska sounds great military school in alaska sounds like Horrible. the worst place ever i would never want to do that no 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 because no, no. already like if you think about it the um what is like the uniform the fatigues not the fatigue is that what it's called what the the (laughs) just the the weights that they have to wear like in in a like in a new york area kind of um in a new york climate I was thinking they were going to have to do like hard survival and like have to chop wood so they don't die in the winter. That too. (laughs) But like, so I'm thinking, so basically like, so my brain went to if in New York, in our climate, we have to wear like 40 pounds of gear 
What do you wow. have to wear in Alaska? Like a hundred. Yeah. I couldn't be. <laughs> no. Your legs, so though, amazing. Yeah. Every day's leg day. Yeah. We go back to the creepy crystal and some the random dude comes out and some magic man tells him it's time to separate the two and conjures up a phone booth. Oh. So like Doctor Who? Who? <laughs> yeah. Is this the 15th Doctor? <laughs> uh, Wh- which be. Doctor are we on now? I think 14. Oh. So yeah. then this would be like the, the 20th Doctor. Yeah, somewhere up there. Yeah, okay. Or below, because this is in the 80s. True. Oh, okay. true, true, true. This would <laughs> but, be like the, the third and a half Doctor. <laughs> like eight. Who knows? Nine. Yeah. But we cut to Bill and Ted studying and discussing who George Washington is. And these two just do not know how to study. No. And also what's interesting is they're like the father of our country, born on President's Day, the dollar bill guy. They don't they don't get the one fact about him that everybody knows, the the first president. They yeah. skip over that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Born on President's Day, he's on the dollar bill. That's it. That's yeah. all they know about him. Hello? <laughs> and then uh, Ted quotes him because he's in the Hall of Presidents and he says, welcome to the Hall of Presidents. Oh, right. Because that one time they went to Disney. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm sure he said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then Missy comes in with some snacks. So we stop everything we're doing to stare at her boobs. Just checking her out. Again, teenagers, she's only three years older than them. Boys, focus, military school. Yes. Hello? It's imminent. <laughs> yeah. So then dad comes in and Bill says that they're destined to fail most egregiously tomorrow. So now I'm thinking, how are they so dumb if they have the vocabulary like that? Yeah, Bill pulls out some huge words. He, SAT words is yeah. his thing. So I'm thinking like he might actually be smart, but school is just not super for him. not fun for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, while they're checking Missy out, Ted has to be like, it's your mom, dude. And he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And Bill's, te- Bill's dad walks in. He's super old. And Bill is telling his dad about worry. He's worried about failing. And he just is ignoring him to check out his hot younger wife. Ugh, yuck. So gross. And then even gross, ew, I just wrote in my notes, ew, 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 ew. Because <laughs> then right after that, Missy tries to bond with the guys. And she's like, oh, who's your teacher? And then they say, it's it's Mr. What's-His-Face. And then she's like, oh, I had him when I was there. Like, tell him I said hi. But nobody's listening to her. Because when you were there, you were there like last year. La- <laughs> right? You just graduated. <laughs> you literally just finished so then- high school. Gross. <laughs> Right. And then nobody, like, they don't acknowledge her for some reason. I don't know why. She's just not, she she isn't important to anybody. But then dad gives the boys, like, a $20 bill and says, go get some dinner outside. I thought he gave them a dollar. Something. He gives them not much, not a lot of money. He's like, go have dinner. And then he, like, starts banging Missy in He gives them a look and then closes the door. In Bill's room. And it's so, and, and then Missy's giving them a look like she's not comfortable with this. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Well, maybe not comfortable, but she's like, oops sorry kind of like sorry you have to see this kind of thing i don't know it was just not great oh i didn't love it i don't know i thought this man was the worst like how you terrible go into your room not in your son's room yeah and also maybe find somebody your age yeah who isn't your your son's age yeah a little weird yuck yeah bill and ted end up at a convenience store and quiz people who are like just out and about to help them study (laughs) he's like that lady over there said that marco polo is from 1275 and it's not just a water sport but also who just offhand knows when marco polo was from not me girl not me (laughs) i hope no teenager just out of nowhere asks me that question i'd be like uh i don't know i was hoping you could tell me like 1469 i don't know (laughs) yeah just make a day up yeah so then they're still talking about the next person they're trying to learn about and then the clouds start to just rumble and part and make noise and 
electrocute and everything. Uh, lightning is the word. <laughs> so then the phone box appears, and then this mysterious man steps out, the one from earlier, and Ted goes, hey, dude, do you know when the Mongols rule China? <laughs> He's not, like, phased at all by any of this. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, you got to pass your report. you gotta, you got to do it somehow. I mean, at least he's focused. But stranger danger. Yeah, no, it's okay. It's the 80s. We don't have that yet. (laughs) But the dude comes over and he's like, I'm here to help you with your history report. So they're like, excellent. (laughs) So then another phone box appears and it's Bill and Ted. Yeah. And they come out to tell Bill and Ted they're going to have an excellent adventure through history. How fun. That's so adorable. But then present day Bill and Ted don't believe them. And they're like, whoa, if you're truly us as Bill and Ted, what numbers are we thinking? 69, dude. Dude, it is us. (laughs) So obviously they believe themselves. Yeah. And they're like, all right, dude. So then now we have to trust this guy. So present or future Bill and Ted tell them to trust Rufus, who is that the mystery man. Yes. So they're like, this dude Rufus is looking out for you. Like, trust this man. It's all good. So then they zap away. Before they zap away, Ted tells our Ted to give his love to the princesses yes and to also remember to wind his watch yes which you know means he will not do that nope absolutely not (laughs) so future bill and ted leave and then they end up deciding to go so our boys our bill and ted go into the phone booth and then they go through time pipes like it's willy wonka's elevator yes and yes yes that is what it reminded me of yeah they end up in austria in 1805 and the french have invaded they almost get blown up by Napoleon, but then Napoleon gets blown away by an explosion and ends up caught in their time stream as they're leaving. Yes. Which must be totally horrifying for him. Absolutely. <laughs> and they end up back at Ted's house and we see Napoleon's little legs stuck in a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine though, you just get like sucked through time. Obviously, you don't know you're being sucked through time, but then you just get stuck in a tree. Yeah, you definitely like shit your pants. Absolutely. <laughs> Rufus gives them directions on how to use the time machine. And he warns them to always keep Ted's watch running in San Dimas time. Yes. And he leaves them with the phone booth. Because basically they have to get back in time for their history report. And the only way to tell that time is through Ted's watch. I feel like as soon as he left, this situation got out of control. Absolutely. (laughs) I feel like he needed to be there. These are two high school dummies. How would it not? Yeah. So he leaves. He just leaves them with a fucking time machine. Yeah. But basically, so you run this phone booth by using the phone book and you just dial a number and that brings you to any point in time. Yeah. Which is interesting. That is interesting. A concept. Knocked out Napoleon falls out of the tree and they take him inside and they tell Ted's little brother Deacon to watch Napoleon while they go collect more historical people. And while they're talking. So we're kidnapping people. (laughs) Yeah. Hell yeah. So while they're talking, Deacon looks at them like he's so done with their bullshit. He's like, who is this hired actor you've brought home? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, what are you talking about? And when they leave, Ted's dad intercepts them to yell at Ted and, and ground him. But then Bill uses the phone booth to call Ted's dad back down to the police station. So it's multi-purpose. Yeah. We love that. So earlier, when he first grounded Ted, he said that Ted stole his keys or something. He lost his keys. Basically, dad lost his keys and is blaming it on Ted, I believe. Yeah. So then now, Bill is calling him back to distract him and saying, hey, dude, we found your keys. They're at the station. Come pick them up. Yeah. Also, though, how is he getting to the station if he doesn't have his keys? I think it's, uh, I was like, oh, are they the police keys? That's also so irresponsible. That's hella irresponsible. How is he a captain or whatever position he's in? <laughs> like, what he do you get fired? What are you fucking doing, guy? How are you picking on your son when you can't handle your own job? Yeah. Oops, are we being mean <laughs> to his dad? It's he okay. deserves it. Yeah, he kind of sucks. We we learned that Ted's flight is tomorrow night. How? How mm. did he plan that? He just did it behind. Well, also, you're right. Because the principal told him that Ted was failing yesterday. Yeah. Or like earlier today, even. So he's just 
like as soon as he leaves the principal's office he's like on the phone with the probably. military you know he had that he probably had it like in his back pocket and he was like i just need one excuse he already had the flight. yeah he, he's he like i want to get rid of this kid i'm yeah. a p- terrible dad i want to get rid of him yeah but bill and ted go into the phone booth and we see the phone book and it's really cute it's like little like pictures of like you know time and places people yeah 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 it's so cute so we end up going to new mexico in 1879 this poor guy tries to use the outhouse in peace but the time machine comes and shakes it around all crazy and lands right next to him so he's like what the fuck is that (laughs) that's a weird outhouse yeah and they they don't lock it so i was like they are gonna come back and someone's gonna like shit in it (laughs) Mm, that's a good point yeah yeah i didn't think about that one i was like oh no (laughs) but then bill and ted walk out and they're like dude just like natural but they're in this like old western town and they're very much like dressed in their 80s attire yeah they're wearing like bright colors yeah (laughs) and they're just like saying hi to people i'm like hey man what's up he said howdy at least he did that's right you (laughs) gotta speak the language they go into a saloon and get so excited that they got two beers and didn't get carded we gotta remember this place man (laughs) but then a gunshot goes off so then we find out that this person's name is Billy the Kid, who is, he comes in and he's all like intimidating. He's like, I need two men. And, and Ted's Bill, like, us. Yeah, us. That's Hello. us. We'll, we'll do it. <laughs> because they're like, oh, he looks important. Let's kidnap him. Let's bring him back. And also it's like strange, like not even stranger danger, but like sense of danger. Like he just shot up this, or not shot up, but like he like shot at this saloon and you're like, let's take him home. That's who you want for your report. Yeah. He's yeah, exciting. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> So then we cut to later on and it's the two of them playing poker with Billy the Kid and some other dudes. And they do not have poker faces. No, no, no. <laughs> and they're like, dude, you got to do the poker face like me. And then he's like, whoa, I got two aces. Three. Three. Three aces. <laughs> so then the other gods are like, are you are you joshing us? Are you pulling our legs? Yeah, they accuse Billy the Kid of cheating. So he knocks over the whole table and now the whole saloon breaks out in a brawl imagine that's all you need (laughs) and also how often did brawls break out like was there any kind of i know there wasn't was there any kind of like a like property insurance or something (laughs) or like what was the resetting time from like brawl yesterday but i need to make money tomorrow you know such a mess there's it probably happened like all the time i imagine it happens all the time and that's just how i want to imagine the wild west that i me too (laughs) if it was civil i wouldn't like it yeah i would say that this is fake (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Who taught me that this was a different way? Because I don't like it. Yeah, exactly. At some point, Bill and Ted get surrounded by a bunch of dudes. They throw them both through walls. Yes. I was not expecting that. And these two don't need brain damage. They, they, <laughs> their brains, their heads are so thick that they can't get brain damage. Oh. That's what I think. <laughs> they did go right through those walls. They went right through the walls. <laughs> they get to peek at some ladies, but then they come back and then they outsmart this group somehow. But then, so then they manage to run away. Yeah. Bill, Ted and Billy the Kid run away and then run into the phone booth and disappear. And all the other cowboys are like, what the fuck just yeah. happened? All right. Bye, Billy the Kid. Yeah. So then they go to ancient Greece, Athens in 410 BC. The subtitles say speak in Greek. So I guess we're not going to learn philosophy. No, no, no. <laughs> they find Socrates, but they call him Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> but also rem- imagine that you're Billy the Kid now you've never you probably have not had any kind of formal education so you have no idea what ancient greece is yeah you're like more so you just show up in this place you've never heard of greece yeah like what is that (laughs) what's going through your head then it's got to be like such a shock too because there he's also time traveling who who the fuck ever time travels right and also it's so clean here in ancient greece yeah and you're like dirty from the the wild west yeah 
you're like, whoa, what is this? This is white. I don't get it. You're like, there's grass. Yeah. I've only been around sand my whole life. <laughs> they find Socrates. He's in the middle of a lesson. Yes, Socrates. Socrates. <laughs> He's in the middle of a lesson about like dust. Yes. <laughs> He's got like a bowl of dust. He's trying to show. Our boys walk up and he stares at them like, what the fuck is this? And then we try to philosophy with him by saying we're dust in the wind. And then they go into his dirt bowl and he thinks he they're totally picking up on what he was saying to his students. Yes. So he like gladly goes with them. And he's freaking out. He's like, oh my God, you get it. Dust in the wind. We're nothing but dust in the wind. Yeah. And meanwhile, Socrates is like, yes, we are dust. Our time is dust. Yes. It's like the dust in the hourglass. Like he's, they're talking about two different things, yeah, but they are just vibing. Yeah. So then, yeah, the three of them, they go away together happily. Then we zap to the 15th century England because we need one more speaker from medieval times. So then there's some peasant who points him to a castle and Bill's like, oh, dude, that's probably the castle of King Henry. So then they leave. How will you know that? I have no idea. Yeah. And Ted spots two ladies on a balcony. Babes, you mean? Babes. But first we leave Billy the Kid to babysit Socrates. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like how... Just the just the way again. Just talking about time travel and the differences of time. How is Billy? I mean, I guess Billy the Kid would just treat him like a person. Yeah. And you wouldn't be like, "Hey, dude, you're just like one of the most like influential people in ancient Greece." It's but it's so, okay. Just chill out with me. It's so funny though because like they just are buds the whole movie. Yeah. It, which I love. It it transcends um, class and time <laughs> and and. Uh, brains <laughs> it really is a lesson that we can all learn from today <laughs> oh totally yeah so when he spots the princesses he's like totally in love with them yes they steal some armor and struggle walking with them to like sneak into the castle and we're like huh, heavy metal dude <laughs> so funny so then they start to like fake sword fight but they're, they're like, real sword fighting because they don't realize that they're real swords yeah and they're doing like lightsaber sounds yeah. and quoting star wars at each other amazing so funny so then um during their fake battle ted falls down the longest flight of stairs <laughs> ever <laughs> longest stairs <laughs> i think just kept going yeah and bill so just that, watches him yeah, just, he does nothing to help him just puppy eyes just watches him fall down all these but then stairs. he falls him a little bit and then he sees him enough to see that once he lands on the bottom that some dude comes and stabs ted through the chest yeah so bye ted <laughs> <laughs> yeah so done then, yeah so bill has to like hide as because basically the guy at the bottom of the stairs goes there could be more let's go search the castle so bill has to hide for like 30 seconds he comes back out and he sees ted's body and he's like i will avenge you my dude yeah he's so upset so then another dude pops in the guy he, who stabbed ted yes and he's like you killed my dude my dude <laughs> <laughs> so then they fight yeah and then Bill, of course, doesn't know how to sword fight, so he's struggling. Yeah, so he's like, a, he loses. He's about to get stabbed, and then Ted comes out of nowhere and knocks him out. Imagine if Ted really did die here. I, I'd be like, is this the end of the movie? Like, people love this? <laughs> I would say, like, what, what the fabric of time, how would that have changed? Yeah, is the excellent adventure saving Ted from dying? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> but Ted says he fell out of his suit when it hit the floor, and that makes no sense to me. <laughs> no sense at all. <laughs> That all, yeah, because how did it get put together? While they were fighting, you did see that there was the back was fully open, but still, how do you <laughs> yeah, just fall know. out of that? Like, how do you fall out physics wise. I don't know. It doesn't. He's make just sense. lubed out. He just yeah. slips out. Yeah. But then they hug because again, your best friend didn't die. But then they f slur each other. So oops. Yeah, they like no homo f slur each other. And yeah. I was like, guys, please, I'm trying to be on your side. I'm trying to have so much fun here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I that's feel like the that's only the one. Yeah. The only like thing <laughs> they find the princesses. 
Ted is like, ladies, I have a love message. Doesn't have What's any. What's the message? No follow up. No follow up at all. Bill's Who like, is it from? Me. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's like, tell them some lyrics. And he's like, oh, right, dude. Yeah. So then he says some lyrics that I didn't write down. But I, basically confesses his love for, for them. Oh, I didn't really recognize them as lyrics. I thought he just like, I think he just made them up. Yeah, he just said whatever. Yeah. And then he invites them to prom. Yes, dude, very what? cute. They don't know who what prom is. But he doesn't know that. <laughs> Why would true. he know that? That's true. He doesn't know anything. <laughs> He's like, just come to prom with me, babes. You're from the 14th century. It doesn't matter, babes. And they're like, we're getting married in two days. To like some ugly old men. Ugh. What a nightmare. Yeah, it sucks. So one of the girls is Joanna. Her dad comes by calling for them. So she's like, could you guys save us? Because again, who would want to get married to two old men? They're probably like 13. Who yeah. knows? Oh, definitely. Maybe I'm fine. They're probably like 16. Yeah. But still. They're Bill and Ted's age. Yeah. We'll just go with That's that. That's what I meant. Super yes. young. <laughs> so then they're like, absolutely, let's save you. So then somehow we end up in their room. And then they open the door to like walk out. And then it's Joanna's dad with like his flank of people. So he's like, oh, uh, let's send them to the Iron Maiden. And they're like, oh, radical, dude, let's go. And then he's like, execute them. And they're like, ah, bogus. Ooh, less cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then we're at the execution now. And there's a peasant who's screaming about them being witches who fell from the sky because he is the one that saw them fall yeah. from the sky. And also they seized his phone, the phone booth. And I'm like, where's the other two? Yeah, right. Where'd they go? <laughs> like, weren't they with it? Like, so were they? Yeah. So, so Joanna's dad calls to like off with their heads. And then the executors are like not doing it yet so bill and ted are just talking about like hey dude any last words like they have a whole conversation before they die <laughs> they do but then the executioners lift their axes and then like swing down onto the ropes next to them to yes. let them out and that's where billy the kid and socrates went i that was a twist that i never saw coming yeah me <laughs> that, that truly surprised me so much i was like wait what and i was like it makes sense it makes so it much makes sense. sense now but the just the thought of a movie this stupid really surprising us like genuinely surprising us it's like when we got confused by megamind like we got yes <laughs> bamboozled there we go i think that's that's the true power of storytelling. Absolutely. Yeah, that's great storytelling, I would say. Yeah. So we end up doing a high-speed horse and carriage chase through the castle town. Yes. Our boys are mm-hmm. all escaping with the phone booth. Yes. We stop in the middle of the woods somewhere. So Bailey starts to dial a number, but the line doesn't work for some reason. So Ted's like, uh, dude, they're catching up to us, dude. Yeah. So he's trying everything. So he finally gets a number and they vanish at the last second, like yep. right as someone's about to like whack them with like that. I think it's called a mace a mace thingy the, the, the ball, spiky the ball at the end yeah 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 that thing so then they zap away into some uh where are they at the beginning oh the sa- they're at the, the same the future room. yeah in the beginning of the movie yeah and they step out and those same leaders from before they the do magic this, man yeah they like do some call and answer kind of thing of of that guitar windmill stroke yeah so then a ton of people from the shadows come out and do the same thing back to them i was also thinking at this point like billy the kid and socrates get a whole adventure and Napoleon gets, like, a headache. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he will get an adventure. We, we will find out. He does. He does. And I think he has the best time out of anybody. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> so then all the people here, they look to Bill and Ted as if, like, they're, like, waiting for them to say something. So Bill goes, be excellent to each other. And then Ted goes, party on, dudes. And then everybody in history, like, freaks out. Or everybody in the future freaks out about this. And isn't that what they said to each other in the beginning of the movie? I think so. They said like party on dude to Ra- Rufus and all that. Maybe. I don't excellent. remember that. Part. I didn't find that part as important to take notes on. So I don't remember. Yeah. I, I, it was. But that I part was slow. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone like before they even talk though, everyone like air guitars at them and it's, they were just so confused for a while. And I was like, all right, this is a little weird. It's. <laughs> 
definitely a cult. Yeah. But also like... No, it's their society. It's a defi- yes, yes, yes. That's what I meant, though. An excellent society. Yes, <laughs> yeah. is what I said. I did not say cult. <laughs> Who said that? You heard nothing. Yeah. They get back into the phone booth, but they have no control at this point. It just kind of goes wherever. Yeah. And then we cut to Napoleon out having ice cream with Deacon and his friends. Yeah. And it's in this like Chuck E. Cheese looking place. And the workers are like... Uh, they just basically say like, this is the challenge. And if you finish it, you get something cool. Yeah. So then Napoleon tries ice cream and he's like oh shit this slaps yeah he eats the whole thing he finishes it in record time yeah they i could totally go for one. Oh yeah <laughs> and he gets a pig badge for finishing his ice cream and like the workers come over and oink at him and in his face and i would hate that i would hate that too i'd be like i literally just wanted some ice cream yeah like, also if i was napoleon and didn't know that this was for fun i would also think that was an act of aggression hell yeah you know and then also being napoleon i would like incite war on them hell you know he's also got a sword yeah he could have just started stabbing people he could have like but luckily he just got a fun sticker yeah but we go back to our dudes and they zap into a a funky um they're just funky things are happening in in their zap zone Mm -hmm. i didn't the circuit zapper thingy Whatever it was called. I don't know. But we end up in Austria in 1901 and conveniently right in front of Sigmund Freud. Yeah. So, so. Billy the Kid lassos him. <laughs> Amazing. And then they jump to Castel, Germany in 1810 and they take Beethoven. No big. And I was like, how many grown ass men could fit in this phone booth? They just lift him away like like piano booth, uh, bench and all. Yeah. And he's still like tapping. Yeah. Doesn't give a kick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So then we jump to Orleans, France in 1429. They take Joan of Arc nice they go to outer mongolia in 1209 they use a twinkie to lure Genghis khan like he's a dog that is extremely dangerous <laughs> you know <laughs> besides how like to, to talk about like dehumanization or whatever that's just dangerous to just have Genghis khan with you <laughs> yeah kind of you know yeah. like anybody else yeah <laughs> and then we go to the white house in 1863 and they mm-hmm. take abe lincoln no big they just snatch him just snatching a president. Yeah. Isn't that like high treason? But whatever. <laughs> After him, Bill and Ted decide they have no more room and try to figure out how to fix the booth. And Ted notices that the antenna is busted. Yes. Because we're we're in the zap circuit again. And everybody, instead of being in the phone booth normal ways, we're sta- we're like standing outside of it like a canoe, basically. Yeah. Um, and so I silly. Imagine that would be really dangerous. Yeah. You know, hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. But half of all of your bodies are outside of the vehicle at this very time. Yeah. It, and there's like it it would be like if you went on a roller coaster and it wasn't strapped right yeah and if you're standing on it instead of sitting in it yeah i don't oh know it just God. doesn't feel safe to me <laughs> so we go back to napoleon and he's out bowling and he i guess at this point in time you like manually wrote your scores yeah so he puts a one in front of his score to like three digit it and it's very in the lead. obviously doing that yeah so then deacon's like oh this dude's a dick let's ditch him yeah so they just leave um, well, actually, not yet. Um, he goes, Napoleon goes up to Bolt and ends up going down the lane. Because he sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, That's when they ditch him. Yeah, and he has like a little temper tantrum while he's like laying on the lane. So then they ditch him. Yeah. And now he's just at the bowling alley by himself. He gets kicked out because the teens didn't pay. Yeah. And also, I'm realizing at this point, like imagine, like not imagine because I think we're done imagining. I have said that a lot this episode, but either way. Imagine. <laughs> Napoleon, for somebody who has come so far into the future, has acclimated so well to technology. <laughs> And like modern day society. Yeah. Like he just understands what bowling is now and that it's just for fun and recreation. Yeah. And that it's not do or die. It's not not a war. He's not going around like stabbing other people. So his score is high. So that's like really impressive for him, I think. Yeah. But then I I feel like it's really fucked up that they just ditch him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because now he's standing outside of the shopping center alone. Like where's he going to go? Exactly. So our group ends up in San Dimas, California in 1 million B.C.? 
what bill tries to fix the antenna and ted is adorable and gives everyone snacks i love that so much oh my god oh but then bill <laughs> kind of breaks a little chunk of the antenna off so now we cut to later on and everybody is doing an assembly line of putting of like making a big gumball gum or yeah. gumball ball gross and yeah it's gross but they don't understand germs at that time it's fine yeah so it works to keep the antenna back together because they they get to back to the zap circuit yeah and they go back they end up in the spot of their future selves from the beginning yes that's so that, like them scene yeah so we get that scene again and we get the whole back and forth again but this time bill asks rufus how to get to san Dimas tomorrow and he explains it but rufus also tells them they don't have much time because ted didn't wind his watch oh that dummy he thought he had 10 hours they only have two that's wild. that would stress me out so much yeah he's like your report's in two hours guys i'd be like sophie gotta go <laughs> come on how are we gonna do this so he reminds his past self again to, to yeah. wind his watch so they phone booth to bill's place and everyone meets missy and she's <laughs> like oh cool fun there's snacks in the fridge yeah they make up names for all the historical people yeah she's so confused but she's just going with it she's kind of a good sport she is yeah, yeah. <laughs> And she, yeah, she doesn't question them at all. She's not like, where did you get these grown men? She's like, Bill's just expressing himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He's learning whatever he has to do to learn. Yeah. Bill asks her for a ride somewhere and she's like, you need to finish your chores. So we get a fun montage of all the dudes teaching our historical figures how to do chores. So amazing. Silly. Like how to wipe the windows, how to clean the toilet, how to vacuum. <laughs> it's so good. It's so silly. And then we end up going to the mall and they show them around. And then we cut to a woman giving a speech to students, and that's the report. And I'm like, how serious is this report? It's in the full assembly room, like on the, not the assembly room, in the theater on stage. It's packed school. Like the entire school is in this assembly room. Yeah. Like why? Why, Who decided that? What monster chose to do that as the final project? I would have bombed. Absolutely. I would (laughs) have been like, so history happened. Thank you. Good night. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Cool. Yeah. (laughs) We go back to Bill and Ted. They leave the group at the food court while yes. they go look for Napoleon. But first, we just establish that Bill and Ted's report is at 2.45. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that really happened there. See the teacher's yeah. clipboard. But yes, back to the mall. Mm-hmm. They left their group at the food court. Yes. As they go and look for Napoleon. So they somehow find Deacon and yell at him for abandoning Napoleon. And he was like, he was a dick. What was I supposed to do? You're a dick, Deacon. They're both dicks. You're both dicks. Yeah. You both suck. Yeah. <laughs> so then the dudes brainstorm with, they're like, if you were stranded in San Dimas, where would you go? And then they're like, Waterloo, which is, I guess, a water uh, park. A water park, yeah. So we catch Napoleon going into Waterloo. He sneaks in with a group of children. Yep, because he's so short. It works. <laughs> <laughs> so then he's next in line for a water slide. He obviously doesn't know what this is. So then the lifeguards are like, dude, you're holding up the line. You got to go. You got to go. So just pushes him in. Pushes him in. He's freaking out sliding down. Like I would shit myself. Yeah. He's losing his mind. But then we get a montage of him hooked on water slides. It was <laughs> so funny. not only hooked on that. He's pushing children aside to get to them. Yeah, he's cutting the line. Yeah. He's pushing kids out of the way, trying to explain to them in French how to do it and like all this stuff. It's so but, like, funny. good for him. He needed a day off, I guess. Yeah, definitely. So then Bill and Ted finally show up and Napoleon doesn't want to leave anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's having such a great time. He's like, no, I don't want to go. Yeah. So then we go back to the mall. Obviously, the group left their table. And it's chaos. Chaos. Absolute chaos. Joan of Arc ends up at a Pilates class, and I thought she was, like, checking out the instructor. Me too? I was like, okay, Joan. Sure, yes. She loves you. the future. Yes, she does. The but future was for her, but then... Uh, we soon find out we're wrong. Yeah, we're incredibly wrong. <laughs> yeah. Beethoven ends up in a piano store. Billy the Kid and Socrates... He gets introduced to synthesizer music. Yeah. And he's like, 
oh, dude, fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, he's into it. Billy the Kid and Socrates check out a couple ladies. And I and this is one I was like, I like that they're just buds and hanging out. Yeah. So there, Socrates and Billy the Kid are like making eyes. Like everyone's like looking at each other, smiling, giggling. Yeah. And then they go over to the two women and now they're giggling out of discomfort. To be honest, I would have left right at the initial interaction. Same. I'd been like, nah, that guy made eye contact with gotta me. Go. Gotta go. Yeah, gotta go. He but then what's so funny too is that Billy the Kid goes up to them saying, hey, I'm Billy. This is Socrates and we're from history. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> and then he pulls out his wanted poster. Like just to show proof. And the women are like, you're such dorks. Yeah. <laughs> so then Freud comes Freud. over. <laughs> you can call me Ziggy. Okay, Ziggy. And he, they're like, you guys are such geeks and they leave. And then he's like, oh, it seems to be like you're suffering from some form of hysteria. He started the women have hysteria stereotype. <laughs> it's all Freud's fault. I'm going to blame him. <laughs> Definitely. Cut to Genghis Khan and he's in a sports store, which um, I guess thinking about it, it would be his like his nirvana. Yeah, totally. He discovers a baseball bat, which is a d- disaster. Yeah, because he immediately starts beating up a mannequin. Demolishes it. Oh, my God. Abe Lincoln gets his phone ta- photo taken. He does. Yeah. But also in the meantime, security notices uh, Genghis Khan and then also Abe Lincoln. So they start to call more backup on them. Yeah, Beethoven starts to shred on pianos. We're just like cutting around to everyone. Yeah, it's a great stuff. montage. Yeah, Joan takes over the workout class. She knocks the instructor out of the way. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is this is my piece. This is where I am. Yeah. This is my peak. <laughs> and uh, Genghis Khan can now skateboard and beats up some mall cops. Of course, yep. Mm-hmm. Billy the Kid shoots his gun as everyone's running away. That's the only problem. Yeah, so we lost all control. They love the future. They Yeah, they're thriving out here. Yeah. Somehow we end up on a skating rink. Yeah. And then that's when Genghis Khan, Billy the Kid, and Socrates get get uh, captured. There's like a lot of mall cops here. Yeah. Like how much crime happens at this mall? Apparently a lot. <laughs> There's like a lot of they guys. They were prepared. Yeah. So there then, were like 20 cops for yeah. this group of like five. But you know what? It worked. <laughs> they, they were needed, I guess. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe they were called from like the neighboring mall. <laughs> they had to call like like neighbor backup yeah so now missy is driving bill and ted and napoleon to the mall but they pass the police station so we cut back inside there to see that every single historical figure is getting their details taken down yeah and freud tries to psychoanalyze an officer and he's like i don't want to talk about my mom <laughs> ted's dad is interrogating Abe lincoln and he's like i told you i'm abraham lincoln and then he spells his name and dad's like i know how to spell it he's like so like sincere about it. yeah <laughs> back at school to uh the presentations one kid's totally bombing his report but then says the school rules and gets an applause that's i that's how it works Such, what a jock move yeah but we see it's 205 so we're cutting it close Ooh. yeah really bill and ted go back to the sheriff's office to get the group and he's trying to talk to his dad ted and he gets totally dismissed by him of course he does why wow. would you why would you respect your kids at all yeah so then he's like Go pack your bags. You're going to military school. So Ted goes outside to tell Bill what happened. And Bill's like, man, if only we can go back in time to take his keys and break them out. And then Ted's like, well, why can't we? We'll just do it after the report. This is the smartest scene. <laughs> it really, I really like how they play with time they, travel in this They movie. really impressed me here. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, oh, dude, you're right. We could just do it after the report. So we just have to remember to do it. And if we do it, where would we put the keys? I think we should put them behind the sign. So then Bill's like, oh, you mean right here? And he pulls the keys out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, they're so smart. Oh, they did it. Oh, they're so, oh, they're good. <laughs> so then Ted is like, we just have to remember to do this. And then he's like, oh wait, but we did because the keys are there. Yeah. So then, so now they have the keys. Bill goes back to the car. Napoleon's trying to slide up on Missy. Oh, man. And Bill asks her to pull the car around back. And I'm like, is it just me or is Missy like weirdly supportive? Very weirdly supportive. Yeah. She's like, we're at a sheriff's office and you're telling me to pull around back while there's a strange man in my car. Sure. Okay. Yeah. 
I won't ask a single question. Yeah, we, I've only met like 12 strangers today. Yeah. <laughs> like what? So the boys sneak into the sheriff's office and they're still like in the like in the, the beginning waiting area. area yeah. yeah. And then they're like, what are we going to do to get past Ted's dad? So Bill says they'll get a tape recorder and save it to go off at this time. And then not a second later on, Ted's voice on the voice recorder goes off calling for his dad. Yeah. As a decoy. So his dad goes towards Ted's tape recorder voice and they're like, dude. (laughs) Yeah, they manage to sneak into the station and no one else notices them. Which means that's a terrible police force. Yeah. They're so bad at their jobs. The mock cops did a better job. Yeah. <laughs> they go around a desk, find a note that they left to themselves. So cute. And then at the bottom, it says duck. <laughs> so they duck just in time before they get caught. And also, so the thought of, uh, again, playing with time and the way that you have to think in circles to, to be like, okay, let's, we're in this predicament now. So the way that we get out of it is in the future, we have to set up this trap for ourselves, but we have to just remember to do this in the future. Just like the way that you have to, to keep your memory and your own task list yeah that's amazing crazy yeah our boys get to where the group is being held they let them out and direct them to like where they gotta go and ted's dad finds a tape recorder then confronts the boys as they're lifting billy the kid out the window yeah and ted's like i need to remember a trash can in the future and then a past version of ted traps his dad in a trash can amazing amazing and it's very cartoony because his dad could easily just lift the trash can off his head but he doesn't he leaves it stuck on he's like ted what's happening oh yeah i can't and he like runs to every single wall it's like horrified i mean he probably just like sudden blackness yeah yeah yeah. so then missy vin diesels to the school to (laughs) get the boys to their report but also responsibly ted just gives his his dad his keys back Oh, yeah, he does. So good of him. Here's your keys. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, back to Vin Diesel. Yes. She's just, she's burning rubber, getting them to school on time. She's so supportive. She wants them to pass. Yeah. She helped them break all these people out of jail. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The teachers are like just concluding their presentations and Bill and Ted make it at the literal last second. And the lights go off. They start a light show. Like who had time to plan this? I guess future them. Oh, you're right. Duh. Yeah. Hello. What am I talking about? They time travel. Did you know? (laughs) Hello? Yeah. Have I been watching this movie? (laughs) The historians are on stage. Billy the Kid steps forward to introduce Bill and Ted. And even Missy sneaks in to watch Bill's presentation. Yes. But also Billy the Kid shoots a light out. Hell yeah. That is... Fuck these kids. (laughs) Fuck that light. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what doesn't... It's it's 1989. So no... Nothing happens after he brings out a gun in the middle of a school. No. And um, instead, it's part of the show. So then now we introduce Bill and Ted. And then they're like, dudes, so like, what would be more cool than bringing out somebody from ancient Greece? And then they talk about like real facts about ancient Greece. Yeah. And real facts about Socrates. And that's how they introduce him. And he does such a good job. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. then Socrates comes forward to like talk in ancient Greek about, is it still current? I don't know. He speaks in, not English, in Greek, whether it's ancient or not. Or, or maybe Latin. Latin. But Ted starts to interpret for him. Yes. Obviously. So cute. It's so cute. He's not, I mean. He's not at all accurate. Yeah, obviously. But we cut away from them to seeing Bill and Ted's fathers arguing with each other and going into the school. And Ted's dad is blaming Bill's dad for, if you showed more discipline, then Bill wouldn't be such a bad influence on Ted. How about you be a better parent? Yeah, really. Shut up. Why are you the worst? <laughs> You're, they're takes, kind of, they're both the worst. They're both bad. Both but these, like, why is this, uh, take some responsibility for your kid. Yeah, both you know? these dads are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> so now both dads end up watching the presentation and we see more interpretations then we um we get like a whole montage yeah. so it's, it cuts around a lot so now it's freud's turn yep he psychoanalyzes ted and says he is this way because of his dad and his dad's aggression and like all that stuff 
So and he put all of that on Ted. Yeah. And Ted's like, dude. Whoa. And but true. Yeah, Ted's dad totally needed to hear that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Freud offers to do Bill next. And he says, nah, I just got a minor edible complex. And I'm surprised he knows that. I was gonna say, how did he know that? Also, ew. Ew, yes. But also, <laughs> yeah. good for you for knowing what's going on, Bill. Again, back to the beginning. He's smarter than we think he is. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's smarter than uh conventional education would have him believe. <laughs> And that's why we need different avenues to learn. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Now Genghis Khan is up next. And then we don't really see much about him yet because Joan of Arc comes on and she does a sword fighting demonstration with Bill because I guess he had learned how to sword fight in between then and now. And they have Joan of Arc and Genghis Khan fight a little bit together. Yeah. So like they both show off their fighting skills. Napoleon explains battle strategies. Beethoven shreds some more pianos. But also Napoleon's like... And then when we take over Europe, we'll put water slides here and here yeah. and here. <laughs> <laughs> he loves those things. Amazing. Yeah. And then, was it? One of them didn't agree with him. So then he smacked all the little pieces <laughs> off the table. He's like, no, water slides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't disagree with me. Um, I would love to see water slide Europe. Yeah, totally. What would our future have been if we got water slide Europe? <laughs> well, in Bill and Ted's future, it, they're everywhere. It would have been most excellent. Yeah. So Ted- then we cut to Beethoven giving a free concert. Yes. And he's shredding as, as he should. Absolutely. Ted says Socrates loves San Dimas and gets a huge pl- applause. And he's so proud of himself. <laughs> Good for him. As he should. <laughs> yeah. Finally, Abe Lincoln comes out. He gives a cute little speech. Everyone's super glued to this. Four scores and seven minutes ago. Aww, Love that. So cute. I think he's talking about how they all just went on this excellent adventure conceived by their excellent friends, Bill and Ted, and how they're dedicated to this one proposition to be excellent to each other. And the Aww, crowd cheers. So cute. I loved it. So then they all go back into their phone booth and they zap away. But because everybody thinks it's part of the show, they're like, oh, shit, that was wild. Yeah. They, the boys get a standing ovation. Everyone loves it. That was so fun. Yeah it's so funny because the whole crowd is like what the fuck just happened when yeah. they disappeared but then they go back and they want like an encore yeah it's like how do you want an encore of a whole presentation you saw everything right yeah what do you mean and then we go back to our boys trying to film a music video again and they stop ted has an existential crisis yeah he does because <laughs> he's like dude we went on this excellent adventure and did all this stuff but now it, it seems like nothing happened oh that's so sad that is so sad when you come down from that high, you know, it's it's a lot. You got to get is. used to it. It really is. You don't got to get used to it, but it's, it's hard. Yeah. You know, you can't get used to it. That's what I was saying. <laughs> and our boys decide to actually learn how to play guitar. <laughs> you know, that's so good for them, though. That's self-improvement. They're yeah. investing in themselves. Yeah. And really. I love that for them. So then Rufus absent and he congratulates them for passing the report and comes in with some princesses or the princesses from England. Yeah. Dressed in like... 80s attire yeah so he's like you know i introduced them to the mall and to credit cards and now they look like babes so he's just gonna leave them in the future yeah they just have to acclimate and uh that's that's the new life okay yeah yeah rufus asks for bill and ted's autographs for his kids tells them everyone's a fan of their music and i'm like wow spoilers yeah (laughs) he says that wild stallion is the foundation of their whole society and he says that he was he was sent to make sure that they passed the report because if they got separated, it would have been disastrous for life as they knew it. So Wild Stallion music apparently cured hunger and poverty. It ended wars. It aligned the planets, which then helped to welcome the contact of all life forms in the universe. So we're in the timeline where that didn't happen. Unfortunately. <laughs> and it's also excellent for dancing. Aww. But then he also asked the girls to sign it because they also become part of the band. Oh, wow. That's so cute. Yeah. 
Rufus brings some guitars and asks if he can jam with them. And I'm like, this is so cute. And he shreds. He absolutely tears it up. Yeah. He's like, oh, I just play a little. Yeah. I dabble. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. And then it like totally whips out this crazy solo. Yeah. What it... It must be interesting for Rufus, too, because, like, in a way, he's kind of meeting, like, his heroes. He's meeting his heroes before they're his heroes. Yeah. That's crazy. That's wild. Imagine that. (laughs) And then, like, in the way, too, he can't even, like, fangirl about it because he has to set them on the right path. So he can't even be like, bro, what? Yeah. He has to, like, be a mentor to them. You guys are most excellent. (laughs) Which means that his role in history is even more important. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Not to get like too out of body. Yeah. <laughs> the band starts to play. They're terrible. Oh, so bad. Rufus looks right at us. Yes. And <laughs> says they do get better. Then the movie ends. That's it. What a whole... So- I love this movie. It was so fun. I get so why people good. love it. I yeah. love the soundtrack. I yeah. love their outfits. Like everything. And I loved it. It's so Again, fun. like the theme of them just like treating everybody like, like bros. Yeah. You know, like they're all just pals. Yeah. They're all just fun. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah. It was so cute. And they are they're making a new one. Like I think they're in production or they just finished it. Another one? Yeah, like a twenty twenty one. Oh my god. Like a third because I know there's a second one. I think yeah. they're making the third or the fourth, whichever one it is in the sequence. Huh. It's the year of Keanu. It really honestly. is. He's just like whipping on movies and left and right. He deserves it. He really does. I think he is he's what sets the uh the the foundation of our society. I know. I keep picking Keanu movies. I guess I have a crush on him. I mean who doesn't? <laughs> I would be surprised if you didn't. I'd be like, Sophie, are you okay? Yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> I need a nap. <laughs> but also the way that this movie was such a simple concept, but done so extra and so well. Yeah. Right. And also so stupid, but so well. Yeah. I, whoa, I want to see a Keanu <laughs> and Jack Black movie. <laughs> they would do so well. Like Tenacious D meets Bill and Ted. That would be fun. Like that kind of genre of stupid and like yeah. also wholesome. Whoa, that would change the game. <laughs> I need to write a letter to somebody. Yeah. Wow. Watch there already be a movie with them in it. I hope so. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. That I am no longer here mentally because I'm thinking about that. Okay, great. So let's just say thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. You're all most excellent. Most excellent. Be excellent to each other. Yes. And you tell all of your excellent friends to listen to us. And you can excellently find us on all of the platforms where you find a podcast, yes. Late to the Party by Chowdy Media. And you can also find us on all of the social medias at Chowdy Media, which is excellent for you to follow us. <laughs> How much can we say excellent in this outro? Because you know who else is excellent is Jessica Damari, who wrote our theme song. Aww. That was a nice slip in there, I wasn't it? I love that. Thank that was a good you. one. <laughs> anyway, that was it. Bye. Bye.